0: Here's a question to consider. How can you make an offer so good people will feel stupid saying no? Alex Ramosi seeks to answer that question in his book, $100 Million Offers. And today I'm gonna walk you through his process so you can craft your own irresistible offer. This is the Launch Your Business podcast because we know starting a business is challenging, but it doesn't have to be confusing. Each week, we'll give you the tactical advice and the necessary tools to scale your business without feeling burnt out. I'm Terry Rice, business development consultant and staff writer here at Entrepreneur Magazine. Let's dive in. I've never worked in the finance industry, but the movie Boiler Room is one of my favorites. And I don't want to ruin it for you, but the plot revolves around stockbrokers selling shady stock. One of them finally has a conscience and Vin Diesel yells a lot. Ben Affleck has a surprisingly small role in it, but he delivers one of my favorite lines when discussing how to get a yes out of a prospective buyer. He said this, if you were drowning and I threw you a life jacket, would you take it? That's an example of an offer so good, people would feel stupid saying no. And like I said, That's what we're going to talk about today, and it's all based on Alex Hermozzi's book, $100 Million Offers. And this part's really important for you because I've seen a lot of people exhaust themselves and lose money trying to sell offers that had some kind of fundamental flaw. And with a good offer, you don't have to try so hard to sell it, and your marketing will be much more powerful. To an extent, you don't even need great marketing. And back to that life jacket example. If you're drowning, you probably don't need some kind of savvy TikTok video to convince you to accept the offer. You're just going to say yes and feel good about the decision. Okay, so how can you make an irresistible offer? We're going to walk through that today by breaking down Alex's value equation, which consists of four parts. I'll share them at a high level with you before breaking down each part. And for now, just do your best to visualize the equation, but you can see it in the show notes at TerryRice.co backslash podcast. The first is the dream outcome your audience is searching for. So what do they actually want from this offer? The next is the perceived likelihood of success. You want to increase this. Next, the perceived time delay between start and achievement. Your goal is to decrease this. And lastly, the perceived effort and sacrifice involved. And as you may have guessed, you want to decrease this as well. And just for context, I'm gonna show you how I crafted one of my offers using the same formula. And the offer is essentially me providing LinkedIn training to teams at professional service providers. So for example, a digital marketing agency and teaching them how to create LinkedIn content. So we'll start with the dream outcome that your audience is searching for. And as per the book, I'm quoting here, the dream outcome is the expression of the feelings and experiences the prospect has envisioned in their mind. And your goal is to accurately depict that dream back to them so they feel understood and explain how you will help them get there. When thinking about the dream outcome, realize that people and clients generally want the following dream outcomes. To be perceived as beautiful, to be respected, to be perceived as powerful, to be loved, or to increase their status. So back to my LinkedIn training offer. I wrote down several potential dream outcomes. Getting inbound leads, increasing revenue, being perceived as a thought leader, attracting top talent, increasing team knowledge, attracting qualified candidates, getting more press and PR, building strategic partnerships, and lowering your marketing costs. So this is a lot, but to say all that is a mouthful. So I focused on one clear outcome that I'm certain I can deliver on. Here it is. I help teams create LinkedIn content that attracts leads and positions their organization as an industry thought leader. This outcome lends itself to increasing the status and respect of the organization. And of course, it will also help them make more money. So here's your first action item. Jot down the dream outcome for your target audience. But here's the issue. You're not the only one who can promise that dream outcome. And in some cases, the cheapest option will always win. Just get started. If you've ever looked for tips on launching a business, just get started seems to come up a lot. And while that's vaguely motivational, it does not provide any real direction. Because the next logical question for anyone would be, well, how do I get started? What specifically should I do? Well, if you're looking to quickly start a business without the confusion, risk, and pressure of doing something entirely new, I've got a solution for you. It's called the Solopreneur's Fast Track. A step-by-step process on how to start a business using the skills you already have and actually enjoy using. So let's say your favorite part of a previous job was email marketing. You'll learn how to start a business offering other companies advice on how they can improve their email marketing. Or maybe you are really good at integrating complicated tech tools. You can help other organizations do the same thing without the need to bring on a full-time hire. So the main point here is that everything you need to start a business is already within you. You don't need a cool website or fancy tools. And by completing the course, you'll also discover a simple approach for attracting clients without using complicated funnels or cheesy sales tactics. You can finish it over a weekend and start making money in as little as 30 days. You'll gain the clarity and confidence you need to start your business and receive a one-page business plan so you can immediately apply what you've learned. Get started today and receive a 20% discount by heading to terryrice.co backslash fast. That's terryrice.co backslash fast. So how do you distinguish yourself from the competition? How do you get to the point where it's almost impossible for your prospects to directly compare you to any other offer? As Alex states in his book, if there are two products or services that both help the customer achieve the same outcome, these three factors will differentiate the perceived value of each offer. The first is the likelihood of achievement, The next is the time delay between start and achievement. And the last is the effort required to meet the goal. In short, you can charge more and create a better offer by addressing these items. So let's move on to the next one, the likelihood of achievement. People pay for certainty. In other words, how likely do I believe that I will achieve the result I'm looking for if I make this purchase? And you can increase this received likelihood of achievement in a number of ways, including your messaging, guarantees, and testimonials. And your messaging can be as simple as how you describe the offer. For example, so easy even a seven-year-old can do it. And by the way, I have a seven-year-old and she's convinced she could do anything, so this definitely works. Next up, guarantees. These are helpful because they reduce risk and prove you're willing to put your money where your mouth is. Lastly, testimonials. These are even better since it involves a past client sharing their experiences and outcomes. And you might be thinking, well, all that sounds great, but I'm just getting started and I don't have any testimonials yet. If that's the case, I hear you. And here's another way to increase your prospect's perceived likelihood of achievement. Create content on social media that highlights your expertise and personality. This will allow them to know, like, and trust you, even if you don't have an established track record just yet. So here's how I incorporated that part into my offer. I described how anyone can create content, even if they don't think they're creative. And I also include templates and prompts to help with that content creation process. I also share testimonials from previous clients who have worked with me on more than one occasion. And I added a guarantee. If you don't feel your team is creating content that attracts prospects within 30 days, I'll keep working with you until you get three qualified leads. So now it's your turn. Based on the example and guidelines we just discussed, jot down how you'll increase this perceived likelihood of achievement for your customers. The next driver in the value equation is time delay. How quickly can we help them achieve their goal? Now, in some cases, it's impossible to quickly reach a goal. For example, let's say you're setting up a new process at a company that will take months to complete. That's just how it is, but you can still deliver a quick win. So maybe it's an audit or a custom roadmap that shows exactly what needs to be addressed in order for the organization to reach their goals. Alex makes a great point in the book that highlights the importance of speed. Fast beats free. Think about it. Would you rather wait in line at the DMV or pay $10 so you can skip the line? For many of your prospects, paying $10 sounds like a great deal since it'll save them so much time and deliver immediate results. So here's what I did for my LinkedIn training offer. I pre-recorded all the training videos as well as the associated exercise. That way, any client who signs up with me gets instant access so they can start reviewing the content way ahead of our live training. As a result, they've already seen signs of real progress before I even meet with them. Most of my competitors aren't doing this, so my service is automatically perceived as more valuable. All right, your turn again. How can you reduce the time delay involved with your audience achieving their outcome or what's one quick win you can deliver? Go ahead and jot that down. All right, so by now we've covered the dream outcome your audience is searching for, increasing the perceived likelihood of success, and decreasing the perceived time delay between start and achievement. Now let's discuss the last part of the value equation. Decreasing the perceived effort and sacrifice involved. And this reminds me of a favorite quote by Eric Thomas, who's a motivational speaker. Everybody wants to be a beast until it's time to do what real beasts do. And that sign is actually hanging at my gym, and it reminds all of us that we have to put in work to see results. Now, unfortunately, many of your clients or customers may not want to put in that work. So you need to develop and describe the process for how you make it easier. And one option is a done-for-you service, meaning you're doing all the work. And while that may be time consuming, you can also charge more for it. However, it doesn't scale too well. So another option is to provide customizable templates and tools that make it easier for your customers to make progress on their own. There are several options and they'll all be unique to your business, but do not skip this step. So now that we have the core elements of your offer in place, we just need to complete two more steps. The first is aligning your audience's problems with your solutions, And the next is determining the bonuses you'll offer. We'll start by aligning your audience's problems with your solutions. And the first step is to list out all the problems your audience will have before, during, and after implementing your services. So we'll go back to my example. Here's one problem a company may run into when trying to implement my services. Some people on their team may not be creative. So how are they going to create content? That's a good question. And I can address that problem and offer a solution as part of my offer. Here goes. You will rapidly create engaging content that attracts leads and partnerships, even if you're not creative. So that alone takes care of that issue. And here's another problem. The people that I'm training don't have all day to sit around making content. They have to be working. That's how the company makes money, right? They still have a job to do, and this can't get in the way of that. So here's how I can address that challenge. You will become a recognized industry thought leader without spending hours per day on social media. Again, I'm addressing the problem they have in their head and solving for it. Another problem that comes up, how can we consistently make content and coordinate with a larger team? My response, plan and schedule high-impact content to ensure consistency, save time, and align with organizational priorities. So again, I'm addressing all the issues they have in their head and saying why this is still a great solution to solve their problems. We'll do one more problem and solution. And this one's really important. How do I know if this is even working? How do I know if I'm getting my money's worth from this? And here's my solution. Clearly measure the revenue impact of your content without complicated tools. So you get the point here. On your end, I want you to write down all the problems your audience may have and describe how your product or service solves these issues. Now, you'll eventually want to condense this. It should be four or five bullet points, and you're going to want to display that prominently on your website and your social channels. Okay, one last thing, and you'll have your irresistible offer. Bonuses. Everyone loves a bonus. You know, just hearing the word can catch someone's attention and increase the perceived value of your offer along with their likelihood of purchase. Alex points out how well these work during infomercials, and you've seen it before. The presenter makes some offer, states the price, and then says, but wait, there's more, before describing the bonuses. This works very well, and here's why. Since the offer and price have been established or anchored, all the bonuses make the price sound like an even better deal because you're getting more stuff. So just pretend you're watching one of those commercials and they're selling an electronic toothbrush for 40 bucks. If the presenter swoops in and says they'll also give you a month's supply of tooth whitening toothpaste, suddenly the deal becomes exponentially better. A bonus can be anything, including increased access to you, bonus videos, or complimentary products. Now for my LinkedIn training program, I'm offering monthly office hours at a bonus. Any company that goes through my training can drop in on monthly office hours to ask questions and get feedback on their content. They have access to this service for a year and can renew it at the end. Now this bonus is very powerful since they're not just getting one training session, They can continue learning from me as they implement what they've learned. Your turn. Determine a bonus that will enhance your offer. But be sure to keep in mind how much time or effort it will take to deliver those bonuses. And that's why tools and checklists are often better than additional services or products. So now we've covered how to create your irresistible offer. And by following this framework, you'll be able to make more money while also delivering better results to your customers. But wait, there's more. See what I did there? If you want to increase the likelihood of getting a yes, leverage scarcity. This can include a limited number of people who you can help per month, a specific number of items you can sell, or a deadline for when people must say yes. And of course, this only works if they're actually considering making a purchase, but it can be a powerful force in regard to moving people from consideration to commitment. And as Alex points out, fear of loss is stronger than desire for gain. So determine how you can make your offer more scarce and share that with your audience as well. And in regard to my program, I can only help two companies per month because I have a bunch of kids, and you must book at least two weeks in advance because I have to prepare for it. So these are authentic constraints, and mentioning them increases the likelihood of me getting a yes and getting that yes faster. So there you have it, your guide to creating an irresistible offer. And if you enjoyed this framework, I highly recommend buying Alex's book, $100 Million Offers, And you know what, let's do something different here. I'm going to give away a few copies as well. Just share your favorite takeaway from this episode on social media and tag me at It's Terry Rice. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch up with you next time. Apply what you've learned on today's show. You'll find the show notes and more resources at terryrice.co backslash podcast. Again, that's terryrice.co backslash podcast. And the best way to support this podcast is by subscribing, telling a friend, and leaving a review. Also, you can get more tips by following me on Instagram at It's Terry Rice or follow me on LinkedIn. This episode was produced by Josh Wilcox of Brooklyn Podcasting Studio and edited by Dan Lardy. Special thanks to my wife, Dominique, for keeping our kids relatively quiet as I recorded. Thanks again for listening. I'll see you next time.